BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. (laughs) This is Straight Up with Stassi. Yo, everyone. Hi. Welcome to Straight Up with Stassi. Um, I'm with my basic witch doctor, Amberly Carter. Yay. Hello. She's staying with me. I just got Sheena for a few days. Now I have Amberly. Soup's excited. Yes. Is this like what single people do? Like they just like have to like be. I mean, I didn't force you guys to come around me, but like I volunteered as tribute. I send that gif to people like all the time. That's one of my favorites. Do you know what a gif is? Oh, technically it's called technically it's gif. Yes. If we want to get all like techie now, it's a gif. Correct. It just doesn't look like it. You know what I think of when I think of gif? Peanut butter (laughs) with pesticides in it. You know what I mean? Because it's the peanut butter that you were not supposed to get, but it's the one that tastes good. I was like addicted to Jif in college. It was terrible. Who wasn't? Yeah. It's like crack. No, that's what I used to live off of when I was like super skinny. Mm -hmm. Like I would literally just like keep peanut butter around and take spoonfuls of it so that I could just get full. Yes. I would like carry it around with me during college. It was like a situation. I didn't carry it around. Wait, you really like carried it around with you? Yeah. Not, Not all day, every day, but... Like a couple times. Did we all have weird food disorders? I, I think we're just like realizing this. You guys, um, Sheena was just here, Sheena Manina, and we just did her, po- her podcast, Raw Talk with Sheena, which Amber Lee Carter is a co host on. Um, and we got in this whole conversation of like eating yeah. disorders, got kind of real mm-hmm. because I didn't know that. Sheena had any eating disorders yeah. growing up. Like I didn't know that. I did not see the signs for mm-hmm. it. Like when it like blew my mind when I heard that because I'm like, what? When? Yeah. Like when? How could I not? It must have mm-hmm. been when I moved to California because I'm like, how could I not have seen that? And then when she just said no, she's like our entire friendship, our, t- no. <laughs> our the entire friendship 15, that we lived in, like the same. Yeah. The, the exact years that like yeah. we lived in the same city like that's when you it made mm-hmm. me really sad 
But this isn't a sad story because we've all, she's moved on, every, everybody's mm-hmm. good now. But we did learn that like we've all had like weird like relationships with food. I think everyone has. Is that a thing? It is definitely a thing. Especially women. Do you think men? I think men do too, to a certain extent. Or they it might manifest in a different way for men. Like a lot of men think like, oh, I can't eat a salad. Like I got to eat meat, you know, like. Uh, that isn't you know that wow i've never thought about they that they feel pressure they to like feel get pressured. a burger or something yes like if they, they can't just want what if they just something? want salmon and a salad you know right. and they're like oh this beans. week yeah yeah check your man titties yeah that's what they tell each other that that's so sad it's yeah. so it's so weird how like talking to you guys about that and like reminding sheena of like a story that i had mm-hmm. which if you guys want to hear the whole thing Go download this episode of Raw Talk with Sheena um, on iTunes, iTunes and SoundCloud. But it, it was weird to talk about because I, rem- I remember so specifically growing up and in high school, especially being so obsessed with food that like I thought about it all day long. I thought about it when it was in front of my face on how I shouldn't eat it or what, if I sh- should like I'm telling you, I would sneak food at night Mm -hmm. like I would actually come home eat bread my mom would make me an amazing dinner Mm -hmm. and then I'd like make brownies or like cookies or a cake and I couldn't stop myself from eating the whole entire thing and I remember being in my bedroom like locking myself in my room like in the middle of the night like after I've eaten like a whole thing of brownies being like is this what life's gonna be like is like Mm -hmm. this is this is is this what everybody else is going through like I have this addiction where like I can't stop eating even if I'm full like I I hate myself it was like such like a self-loathing thing Mm -hmm. in high school yeah and I and like I was saying in like on Sheena's podcast I'm like I wish I remembered the exact moment because I when I when all of a sudden food didn't become something that I think about yes we all think about food right it's so it's it's what we all celebrate and it's what like it brings up people together and it there's a reason it tastes good but it's not it's not in the same way that it mm-hmm. did like i wish i remembered what triggered having like a healthy relationship with it like yeah i joke yeah. about ranch and all of that stuff <laughs> and pizza and fast food but yeah it's I, if That's i have different. like if i'm craving something and i have one bite of it the mm-hmm. craving goes away yeah. So like it, it's it's not something I keep thinking about. Yeah. So from my perspective, just because of my background with with food and health and. All oh, that. and actually, just like briefly, just in case this is the first time anybody's um, listening to my podcast, just mm-hmm. yeah, give just give a brief backstory about what you do so that. Yeah. So I am a holistic health practitioner as well as a doctor of metaphysics. So I specialize in nutrition and lifestyle consultations as well as energy work or energy healing um, distance healing sessions as well as like full-blown consultations in person Um, and energy healing which is what I was about to get into with with the food in a second but energy healing has to do with utilizing um, a universal intelligence of light and joy and love and everyone has access to this energy to pull into their body in order to heal themselves. I've just been, you know, taught how to do it very quickly to help shift 
disease patterns or behavioral patterns out of a person's body. So it's great. You guys, if you've heard my podcast before, you know that uh, Amberly and Sheena cured me of a hangover and cured my constipation within one hour. Yeah, we did. We did. I was hungover, dying, Mm -hmm. not able to get out of my bed. They late. I thought I was going to miss. It was during Katie's bachelorette party and I thought I was going to miss so many things. I'm like, I give up. I planned this whole day for them. And I'm like, I'm not even going to make it. Fuck that. I'm not doing it. You were in a bad. It was bad. Yeah. And they both spooned me on like either side and like did like this energy healing. Yes. Yeah. It was it really was like an energy sandwich. Yeah. That's how I think of it. And then all of a sudden, an hour later, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm fine. And then I was like, but I'm not like totally fine. I'm constipated. <laughs> and they're like, oh, that's the easiest thing to fix. Lay yeah. down. And I lay down. And for five minutes, they like put their like hands on my belly. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, there's something to this energy work. And you felt glorious after. Yeah, that was such yeah. a good day. It was a good day. It started mm-hmm. out pretty rough yeah, for you. It but was, yeah, but it was fun and we don't spoon every client you were you were special maybe that's why it worked so well yeah we were like she is very bad off we have to like you have to save me it was almost like those paddles that you, it's like clear that's what we were doing we were the two paddles you know when someone's having like a going flat line and you take those two paddles like a doctor will take those paddles and go <gasps> on your chest oh what medically i thought you're talking I about a rowboat <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what clear paddles are you using when you're rowing? I mean, granted, I don't row very often, but what do you mean? And then you're like, what do you mean they go clear and at the same time? I'm like, now I feel like we're talking about a battle where like someone like clear and then everybody (laughs) shoots at the same time. My head just went to weird places. Yes. Okay. Now I know what you're talking about. Yes. When someone's dying and they Mm -hmm. have to do those like paddle things. Is it a It's not a paddle. I can't think right now. It like shocks you. I've been up for almost 24 hours. It's like a shock but, yeah. to your heart to like get yeah. it to like come back again. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of well, um, someone will be what able- we were doing. Yeah. That- when we were sandwiching you. I believe We were the that. two paddles. Yes. Yeah. I completely believe that because it was <laughs> like, I was like, that was bad. Anyway. That was pretty bad. Anyway. Yeah, that to go back. Yeah. So that yeah. happened. So she's not full of shit. Okay. <laughs> so to go back to what you were saying, because you. Yes energy and food with food okay so i was yeah i was talking about how food you can view it like you were saying all of a sudden i just don't have that view of of food in that way Mm -hmm. and there's a reason for that so energetically we seek out foods that match our vibration or our headspace at that point in time so if you were going through any anything like really stressful or traumatic at that point in your life you could have those feelings of guilt and shame and and you know all all of that terrorizing you surrounding food but if you're in a better place energetically you will seek out foods that will support that vibration so you kind of manifest the the state you're in like say you have a control pattern or a control issue you will seek out foods that are that energetic match to those control issues so that you keep manifesting those control issues that's interesting yeah it is so energy work helps shift those patterns out so that you crave different foods that are more nutritious for you and more aligned with your highest good so why do you think then i just randomly got like changed you can you know i know that change. i know it was when i moved out of 
my parent like move when I moved on my own. Mm-hmm. I do n- notice that because I'm I'm trying to think of and and I don't think that it it's not that they like were keeping these things in the house mm-hmm. so I just couldn't help myself. It it has something to do with what you're saying because mm-hmm. when I was growing up like in high school, I was not a normal high school kid. Yeah. Like I I didn't date. I didn't make out with someone until my senior year. Mm-hmm. Like I was very very mature like very just old a, soul like I, I was just new there was like there's slow bloomer or whatever they're called. but it wasn't yeah. that it was yeah. like I thought high school people and people my age mm-hmm. I'm like I'm not interested in this stuff like I'm mm-hmm. de- like I want something better and that's yeah. what I mean like I didn't want to make out with anyone my age yeah you know what I mean yeah I didn't want to go to parties and like mm-hmm. be like be the way that they were acting like I didn't yeah. I'm like I'm I'm not cut out for this. Mm-hmm. Like I remember like so many, so, 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 so many days of just like sitting by myself. I mean, I had a group of friends. I don't mean I was sitting by myself all the time. Like in the bathroom by myself. No, I had a group of friends in the stall, meaning like the moments where like I would contemplate right. and like reflect. Like mm-hmm. I remember just thinking like, I want to skip high school because I'm, I shouldn't be like, I'm, I totally agree. Uh, mature isn't even the right word. I didn't know. I was just on another, it was another maturity level. It was another, I was just an old soul, I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, people have always told me that. Yeah. But like, or that they felt like I was, but it was like, it it made me depressed a lot Mm -hmm. because I felt like I didn't belong in high school at all. Like, yeah, I found out what I was good at and I had a really great group of friends and Sheena is still one of my, like, so it's, Mm -hmm. but I never felt like, you felt I, like you were playing the game. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I completely a thousand percent agree with that. Except I was in the game. Playing it. Playing it hard because I felt like that's what I was supposed to do. See that I wonder about. Like yeah. all of the girls, because I went to an all girls Catholic school. Mm-hmm. So oh, did, did I. You? Yeah, yeah. I forget. Yeah, I forgot. On the North Shore. Yes. Though. I forget. Yeah. Like all of the girls that were like going to parties doing the normal thing popular like all of that stuff oh, dressing never the way they that. should well just acclimating oh yeah mm-hmm. acclimating mm-hmm. do you know what i mean so i'm just using that as an example yeah are they having the same thoughts i am or, or like i know i wonder or did is that what they really wanted to do because yeah I, I mean i don't know have you i've noticed that some girls from high school have the ones in high school who were at you know the top of the scene and at all the parties and whatever and you never really talk to them nowadays I'm like they have changed so much they're so nice and connected and grounded and have a lot going on and other girls I I I who I was friends with are completely the opposite now almost have you found that um maybe that's the north shore well, I don't, I, I, I keep in touch with everyone cause I get really excited oh, right. when I see them, but yeah. I have very specific friends mm-hmm. that like I really keep in touch with. So I don't know if, I don't really know what yeah. everybody's doing. I, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I know what my best friends sense. are doing. So I wouldn't know what those mm-hmm. girls are like, yeah. except for Sheena. Yeah. That makes sense. But Sheena is one of the nice so she proves your yes. your first point she's mm-hmm. one of the nicest and more in tune and connected mm-hmm. and and she's so ambitious and like yeah she's exactly what i thought would happen 
Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's exactly what I thought would happen. Just meaning success wise, not spiritual wise. Mm-hmm. Like she turned into a completely different person. Mm-hmm. But I always knew that she was going to be special. Yeah. You know, she's very special. Yeah, she is. Definitely. She but definitely is. but I don't really know about everybody else. Yeah. Sheena has mentioned that before that she doesn't really she, keep in touch either. She's not very um she she has a hard time thinking about the past as she's so present i have an issue with this and this actually bothers me okay um so my ex-boyfriend was like this too like patrick was like this Mm -hmm. where he's like i he threw away everything he had like family photos he's like i don't need that he throws it away and they bonded over that because sheena's like Mm -hmm. i i remember the last time i came to new orleans i'm like look Mm -hmm. what i found yeah it was a huge bag of mm-hmm. all of her. She had left it at my house in high school and I, she never got it back Aww. and my dad kept it for her. Mm-hmm. So this huge bag of high school photos, I'm like, look what I found. And I was so excited to bring it to her. And she's like, I don't want this shit. And I'm like, what? I don't know if she said the word shit. That's the way I would say it. She would, she, she would say it. Okay. <laughs> exactly. But, you nailed it. <laughs> I just didn't want to put that, put the cursing in her mouth. Um, <laughs> but I was like, what do you, what do you mean you don't want it? She's like, I don't like thinking about that stuff. I'm like, what? Yeah. I am someone I love thinking about the past. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I, it make like, it makes me happy mm-hmm. to like drive my car or lay down in my bed and just sit zone out and think about past memories. Mm-hmm. I love history. I love learning about history. I like thinking about like, if I'm at a place that's historic, I like just to sit there and think about all of the people in the past that have like walked around there. I do the same thing. It's interesting. Yes. Especially when I travel to like Europe or something, I'll like put my hands on the different structures and the architecture and like and think, close my eyes and feel like who Nero touched this. You right? know? I mean, like, you're so feeling weird. it cause your energy, right. but I'm just like trying to touch it to be like somebody else touched this. I wonder <laughs> what that person was wearing. Yeah. I wonder if they like just drink wine when they touched yeah. this. do you ever picture someone as an adult like you're staring at them it could be a complete stranger on the street and you're like i wonder what they looked like the first day they were born no i've never done that really no i I want to start no i don't think i think that gives you so much compassion for them because i viewing them as a child it makes them so innocent yes and like not tainted not yes yes. and you see the love and the purity in that human being regardless of what they're doing they could be doing the worst thing in the world when you view them as a child and that they had parents they had to lean on somebody to take care of them it just transforms your view of them instantly i am going to take that with me actually you should. I'm going to make an effort to yeah. actually do that. I yeah, love that. Mm-hmm. What a good exercise. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, growing up is weird. Yeah. High school's weird. <laughs> yes. All of that's weird. And to take it back to, like, the food situation, I've wondered about this. Like, mm-hmm. was it because I was, I felt depressed, or not, I wouldn't say depressed. I was Actually, probably was depressed. Mm-hmm. I'm like a, a person that like has like a happy demeanor, mm-hmm. even when I think I am depressed. Because I know there have been times where like I've had to be on medication and all that stuff. And I think if I look back on high school, yeah, I, I've had fun, but I had fun. But I was like really dark, like dark mm-hmm. in my head. And maybe I felt suppressed just because I felt like I was caught someplace mm-hmm. that I 
didn't belong i didn't belong Mm -hmm. and i'm also somebody that really enjoys like my independence and not having somebody telling me what to do or anything like that right and the second that i left school and moved out of my parents house i that's when i feel like i became i had a normal relationship with food 100 Mm -hmm. percent. because i'm thinking about my senior year of high school and then my first year of college and my first year of college was when I was taking care of myself and I made really good choices and I didn't even think about it. And then it was just something so interesting that where like, ha- like high school and the way that I was with, with food was, mm-hmm. is like now, whoa, what must that feel like? What must that feel yeah. like? And I hate that there are so people out there that mm-hmm. have to feel like that. They can't yeah. help it. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's, and I hate when people talk about like, oh, oh like uh, with obesity, like it's their fault. They're just eating too much or like, da, da, da. like no, sometimes it's like a mental and emotional thing yes. where, where it, it eats you alive mm-hmm. and it's not their fault all the time. I'm not no, saying every not person, but th- that mm-hmm. happens. Oh, definitely. And we're so indoctrinated into a system of thinking a certain way about food and it's always around us. Like, you see commercials where, you know, it's Jenny Craig or, or a celebrity endorsed diet. And then the next thing you see is like the new four triple quadruple stack burger at Burger King, yes, you know, and right after super size this, whatever for 99 cents. It's like that should not be 99 cents. You know, what is in that? Like nothing but chemicals, not real food. So, and then I mean, the I'm next not thing, mad at fast food. <laughs> Not trying to hate on fast food, <laughs> but kind of. Um, you are. I'm not. <laughs> I definitely am. Um, but yeah, so it's always in the back of our minds. And then there's all that shame and guilt. If Even if you're at a, a table with your friends in our society, it's the kind of thing where females, I feel like we feel almost obligated or guilty if we take the last one or something no if we don't well that but if we we feel pressured to like order a salad or something like dainty or something that, like oh, even on a yes. date too on a oh, date you're like yeah. i yeah. can't order you know this i have to order this to, so i don't look or like i have to eat before i go out to a dinner date because i don't want to order everything on the menu because i'm starving you know just there's so many complexes people have about food and it's not only with you know friends and yourself too just like what you were saying like in high school mine was kind of the opposite in high school I was totally I thought I was mentally I was fine with food but it was because I was playing so many sports and and always active that I could I remember coming home from cheerleading practice and eating half of a king cake like by myself. And I was like, Oh, it's just hormones. Like I'm just very, um, like starving. I've been at school all day, you know, it, but I wasn't eating the school lunch cause it was terrible and I wasn't into it, but I also wasn't that hungry cause I was so stressed out with schoolwork and, and having to go to practice after school. So when I would actually get to relax, when I got home, I would have an appetite, but dinner wasn't ready yet. So I was just eating, you know, Right. whatever's in front of me but I was fine aesthetically because I was you know burning it off and super and, active yes. yes and you're resilient at that point but I mean I wasn't I, resilient <laughs> not all of us are resilient cheerleaders are resilient 
But the rest of us, the, these musical theater geeks, we weren't resilient. Continue. <laughs> well, when I got to college, that's when, you know, I was on my own and had to manage my schedule and the stress was even more. And then wasn't sleeping that much. Then alcohol comes into play and, you know, parties and, and doing all those things. Cause I didn't do that in high school. So not getting enough sleep, drinking alcohol, uh, you know, go going to parties and studying, pulling all nighters and studying and being in labs and all that kind of stuff. It just was hormonal chaos and it was almost impossible to lose weight at that point. And furthermore, I was eating 100 calorie packs and you know that's when I started with all the calories in calories out and and nothing was working and it led me on this journey to where I am today yeah so um but yeah people with with food and their ideas there's so much guilt and shame there's so much guilt and shame Mm -hmm. there's because I don't feel it that often anymore but when I do it's like I, I really am trying. I try to be aware of it. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you when I feel it. When I make macaroni and cheese. It's really? like one of my favorite things to make for myself. Do you make like Easy Mac? Or is it like a homemade? Well, I get the one from Whole Foods. That's like You organic. go to Whole Foods? Well, I order it from Whole Foods. Sheena and I were making fun of you today at the airport on the way here. We were like, I have a Whole Foods bag in my in my bag. And I was like, do you think Stassi's ever seen one of these bags before? I mean, listen, I have <laughs> been to Whole Foods. I do go. I I just re- I I do. <laughs> Shut up. I'm lazy. I get my groceries ordered. Oh, my God. Delivered. I hate myself. If I had I that actually, no, capability, I would do it. I'm sorry, but I actually do enjoy grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. I just I don't feel like I ever have to, like that's something that I feel like I have to set aside a lot of time for. Like yeah. I'm going to make a list and mm-hmm. I'm going to go. It takes forever to park. And then when I'm there, I'm yeah. there way longer than I thought because I actually enjoy being there. Mm-hmm. And then I buy more than I thought because I'm seeing all of these things that I want. That you didn't know you That needed. I didn't know I yeah. need. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm there for all of a sudden. It's like fucking 24 hours yeah. later and they're like kicking me out of Whole Foods. So that it's it, I'm trying to be efficient. The police kick you out of Whole Foods. Pretty though. much. No, they do. Like oh. they kicked me and Sheena out of Whole Foods because. Are you serious? It was like 10 p.m. in New Orleans. We just finished work. You two would be kicked out of yeah. Whole Foods that by a policeman. Just, not even like not the, even the, the store cashier. Clerk. Not yeah, even the, not even the cashier. It was yeah. like get the f get the out. fuck out of we here. We were like, this is, but this is our favorite place. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's pretty pretty sad. We were like, we have no life. It's it's a Friday night. This is what we're doing. It was after recording a podcast, though. Maybe you guys do need to like have a cocktail or two. I think so. You know what I mean? I'm trying to teach or I I would like for Sheena to be. I mean, she's well-rounded around me a little more because I force her. Mm -hmm. I'm not in y'all's world, Mm -hmm. but I feel like I'm the only one in her life that's not like her. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That you that isn't in the same world. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely can see that. Like it doesn't need to be black and white. Right. You can do lots of different things. Yep. You can be basic. In, yes. And a witch. You can be a basic <laughs> bitch and a witch. <laughs> you can. A health witch. So that's basically where the basic witch term comes from. That's how I look <laughs> health, at it. A witch. basic bitch. Yeah. And then a health witch. Because like you guys yeah. do like your energy healings. So you're like mm-hmm. witches, but you're all into health and stuff. So yeah. it's not like bad mm-hmm. witchcraft. No, not at all. But yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't even intend on talking about this. 
I had so, uh, this is hysterical. <laughs> Did we even finish that? Like I well, we were talking about relationships with with, with food, food. Or something. Yeah, yeah. So we like got into like how it actually because I was curious because you guys we were talking about it on Sheena's podcast and I wasn't mm-hmm. I never really thought about it. Yeah. And so when I started thinking about it, it's I'm like, when did that shift? When mm-hmm. did that shift? And it's like, oh, when I moved away, when yeah. I was finally on my own, because mm-hmm. then I felt like, oh, my God, I'm myself. I'm like, I'm yeah, independent and not. You're probably getting way more connected with you and more aligned with what you need as a person. And you're not being um, kind of told what to do anymore or not being surrounded by people who you're used to them telling you what to do or how to act or what to eat or you're eating things by default by being around them you know you really have to think for yourself at that point yeah mm-hmm. but i've and i've also realized and this is something i don't know i don't think i've talked to you about this like mm-hmm. um being an extrovert or an or an introvert no you haven't because i always thought i was an extrovert mm-hmm. because i'm social and I, I i'm outgoing and all of that stuff and i always assumed that an introvert was someone who's shy and and couldn't Mm-hmm. communicate or anything like that so it, i was so stereotypical with mm-hmm. my my views on it and uh i was talking about it on a podcast once and someone told me that actually the definition of of what that means is it's it's the way that you 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 energize yourself like say like after a day of work mm-hmm. like how you recharge your batteries and get back to who you are like some people after work they need to go out Mm -hmm. and be around people that would be draining to me me too some people need to go home Mm -hmm. and then they were like and be by themselves yeah and And then they were like there's this thing called an ambivert which is somebody Mm -hmm. who who has like they because i like being around people i love Mm -hmm. that and i love having i love Mm -hmm. being around my friends I love socializing. I'm so happy when anybody's, if anybody's like, mm-hmm. do you want to go do this? I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I really crave being by myself. Like there's an expiration date on that amount of time that I can like go out at night or mm-hmm. like be like, I'm like, okay, now I have to recharge yeah. my batteries. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like when I was in high school, I could never recharge my batteries. Mm. Like, Interesting. My favorite mem- memory of high school mm-hmm. was when I got my license mm-hmm. and I was I remember driving by myself for the first time and I have never felt more free oh and like myself. You're like describing my life. Really? Yes. I'm not kidding. That that specific memory is the first first time I felt freedom. Yeah. Yes. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. I always associate that the driving yes. was like the first time I was like, oh, finally I'm like really I am by alone. Yeah. I am alone yes. and it mm-hmm. feels so good. So good. I will never yeah. forget that. Mm-hmm. I know the exact route and like how I felt that way mm-hmm. the whole entire time. And so that's why I feel like maybe because I really do feel like food is it's a thing where it has to what you were saying. Mm-hmm. It has to do with your energy and what's going mm-hmm. on in your life and how you feel about things. And I feel like the second I was alone, I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Like I'm an I'm an independent person who can mm-hmm. I can make my own choices. I can do what I want. Now I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. I don't even want that. Mm-hmm. Like you could put the the most perfect slice of funfetti mm-hmm. right in front of me, mm-hmm. or like pizza and ranch, and I'd yeah. be like, I actually don't need it. Pizza and ranch sounds good right now. Though. It totally does, but I'm not going <laughs> to do that to us. Yeah, we're not doing that. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> just just 
wait 45 minutes and then ask me <laughs> but yeah no you're you're totally right i i agree with exactly what you were saying the it is when you think about it you don't need those things when you're really connecting with yourself yeah you really don't and a lot of those food issues come from control it really is driven by control so if you're not feeling like you have a lot of control in your life you're going to find that control in your eating patterns so this is what i wonder because i've thought about that Mm -hmm. because technically i feel like that would make me then because i didn't feel in control of my life Mm -hmm. in high school and all that i i i should have become like anorexic or bulimic but instead Mm -hmm. i like couldn't I couldn't resist. I like I was not in control to food Mm -hmm. like it had control over me. Right. So it was like this. It's like it goes in one of two ways or something Mm -hmm. like I just had no control over anything. And I just like I was like, I am a slave to all of you. Well, being in control makes you more out of control anyway, if that makes sense. So like the more you try to control something. Oh, well, then, the, yeah, you're right, because yeah. I kept I kept trying mm-hmm. to tell myself not to eat it and mm-hmm. try and control it. You're right. Mm-hmm. But I just couldn't do it. Yeah. And you find that that situation has total control over you. The more you try to control things in your life, you realize your life has total control over you. You you don't have control. You can't really control things. Yeah. Which is very interesting when you really dig deep into it. So this this is this has a lot to do. This is really tied with food in people's lives because I would, you know, venture to say that people who've had issues with food in their lives at certain points, it can be, it it can go back to control or feeling like they need to grasp onto something or because feeding yourself, you feel like that's, that is a person's sense of control in their life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting when you think about all this shit. Mm-hmm. And I hope that there are like people listening that are having issues with this and like just hear that if one person hears this right now. Yeah. And then is able to like have like some sort of awakening. I know that would be incredible. Then I could like die tomorrow <laughs> and be happy. That just got like so sentimental, probably because I took um an edible. <laughs> Back to life. I can't believe. Okay, we'll we'll stop the we'll stop the the food, um, eating disorder. Uh, we used to be sad talk, <laughs> uh, but before well, I honest actually this makes sense actually, because um, we want to promote like a healthy. I I, I don't want anybody mm-hmm. to think like every time I joke about like drinking and mm-hmm. fast food and like ranch and cake and all that stuff like, yeah, I'm obsessed with it, but. Um, I really do want to promote a a healthy lifestyle. Just like my friends are like that. And I appreciate that. And I really do like to eat healthy when I can. Mm -hmm. I'm just, it's not really that interesting to talk about. It's not that, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, who wants to hear that? Like I, I woke up and got like the like health bowl from creation. Yeah. That's pretty boring. Which I do sometimes. I actually really like it, but I drench it in hot sauce with the, which is nothing but salt. So like, that's, mm. I basically like order it some. so that I can eat hot sauce in the morning. I love hot sauce. It's my favorite. It's like that ranch and wine. Like? So, okay. It depends. Cholula for half the things. Sriracha for half the things. Tabasco every now and then mixed in. I like crystal. What's crystal? Crystal hot sauce. It's Louisiana hot sauce. 
Really? How yeah. do I not know about it? Crystal is is pretty legit. I mean, Tabasco is amazing, but but Crystal's pretty good. I I could put Crystal hot sauce. Can you on send some me oysters. some Crystal? I've never had yeah, it. Yeah, I'll send hot it to you. Hot sauce on oysters are the best. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Oh, now I want some. Okay, oysters are really good for you too. Okay, that's good to know because I love oysters. Yeah. Um, y'all, I know I've talked about this before that. I am lazy and a lot of us are and we don't have time to go grocery shopping or look up, um, say, like recipes on Pinterest or any of that shit. Like it's hard to cook because it's so freaking time consuming. That's why I love websites like Sunbasket, which Sunbasket is now my favorite because they're offering paleo, gluten-free, and vegetarian options, and they're all created, all of the options online are created by award-winning chefs, they're approved by nutritionists, and each meal comes with pre-measured ingredients and directions that are way easy to follow because they take only 30 minutes or less. So if you're confused right now, sunbasket.com is a website where you go online and there are all of these different entree options and you can choose what you want to cook for yourself or your loved ones or your family, whatever. You can choose when you want to have it delivered and all of the ingredients come straight to your door and the directions are easy. Everything's pre-portioned. So it just like cuts out like, I don't know, almost like 12 hours a week, right? So now that Sunbasket is my new fave and has all of this healthy stuff, uh, we are offering you your first three meals free. That's like, do you know how many people like, like people that are starving that would feed them for like a month? Three, (laughs) three. Yeah, I'm going to go there because that's what I do. My brain just went there. I'm like, wait, I forgot that it was three, like three free meals. That's pretty legit. Homeless people have no excuse anymore. The next time a homeless person comes up to my car, I'm going to lean over and I'm going to be, I'm going to roll down my window. I'm going to be like, dude or girl, (laughs) sunbasket.com slash straight up. And you get three free meals. That's a good idea. May not have a kitchen to cook it in. But <laughs> I don't know. Stasi, you're like saving lives by doing I'm this. saving lives by giving away three free. Me- that is a lot. That is like whenever like I have a sponsor. I, I first I pre-approve all my sponsors. I take this very seriously. Yeah. Because like I would I would feel like a freaking terrorist mm-hmm. if I was selling something I didn't like. Yeah. It really like it. Mm-hmm. There have been times where like I've texted my bosses in the mid- at like three in the morning in New York. So that means it's like six their time. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And <laughs> I've been like, I, I can't do this. Like, yeah. I can't do like, I, I don't, I wouldn't buy this. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't. And we had to cancel that sponsor. So seriously, awesome. I'm doing you guys a favor. Listen to me right now. Three free meals at sunbasket.com slash straight up, not slash Stassi slash straight up. So don't forget that. You honestly have no excuse right now if you don't go to Sunbasket Talk. That would be annoying. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking pop culture, reality TV, celebrity gossip, relationships, and more. This is Straight Up with Stassi. You know, turning it Okay. So, well, I had a bunch of other themes besides like 
food and depressing anorexia, bulimic, gorging situations. situations. Yes, like whatever. And then I had another theme because me and Amberly were talking about something else, and maybe we'll get back into that. Mm-hmm. But my main theme of what I wanted to talk about was because someone, well, her name is K Baldwin, K E I Baldwin. Um, she tweeted me something today mm. and, uh, I also got an email that I'll read that goes along with it and it has to do with dating. So you're single. Ooh. Oh yeah. How long have you been single? Perpetually, chronically, forever, no. for life. So like, I've never had a full blown serious relationship. Mm, then when's the last time you had sex? Um, uh, we're not going to get into that on air. <laughs> okay. We don't have to. <laughs> yeah. I always tell my guests, like, you don't have to answer any questions if you don't want to. Okay. Because if you did, you'd just make mm-hmm. me edit it out anyway. <laughs> that, that is true. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm single. Uh-huh. And uh, I've been talking about it a lot on my podcast. Mm-hmm. I talk about it on my Snapchat, my Twitter, my Facebook, my Instagram. Basically, it is the theme of my life right now. Mm-hmm. This is the way that I handle it. Because, like, everything that happens in my life, I like to, like, really embrace it and exaggerate it. You should. And just expose it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's how I don't like secrets. I don't like holding things in. Mm -hmm. Even with my friends, like, that's... And I'm not just talking about, like, you know, audiences or listeners. I mean, like, even with my friends, like, I have Mm -hmm. to... Like, I have to have everything out in the open. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel better. Mm -hmm. So I've been talking about... I'm just giving you a backstory as to why somebody sent me this okay so i've been talking about what i've had to deal with Mm -hmm. with some of the people that i've been dating and uh she sent me this (laughs) meme it's the title is dating in 2016 let's be friends this is good just friends i'm not ready for a relationship but I expect you to do things with me considered inappropriate in terms of a relationship (laughs) we're not together in terms of a friendship oh friendship sorry We're not together. You can't claim me. You can't be with anyone but me. I need you to be loyal, but I'll do what I want. And when you get mad, I'll tell you we're not together. If you catch feelings, I'll become distant. You knew what this was. I told you, I'm not ready for a relationship. Nailed it. Fucking nailed it. Yeah. What? Yeah. When did this become a thing that was okay? I know. This is literally, I've experienced this... With a couple of people mm-hmm. where I'm like, are you fucking who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. Who do you think you are? And I got my feelings hurt and I got upset. And so like right at like, you know, I was like that. I was like Seabiscuit mm-hmm. right out of the gate. Like what? <laughs> I'm, I'm not used to that. Like the first time that he like had his race. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm not used <laughs> to this and I don't know what to do. So like the first time probably wasn't the best. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm, yes. I mean, I've been in a relationship for three years. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's like out there with dating apps. Like, I'm not used to that. Like, uh, times have changed. Mm-hmm. Times change, like, every six months. And it's, yeah. like, a whole new set of rules. Mm-hmm. But now, I guess it's okay to literally act like you're in a re- relationship with a woman and then tell her, no, we're just friends and you're fucking batshit crazy. Yeah. Like, that is, like, an actual thing. thing. I know. I know. But even for people, like, people that, like, there are people that have done this where I'm, like, and I'm not just trying to be, like, a cocky dick, 
mm-hmm. because I didn't feel that way for that long. It mm-hmm. took like mm-hmm. getting over it, like mm-hmm. getting over that mm-hmm. for me to recognize it. I'm like, dude, if you fucking put two files next to each other, your file and my file, I would be the catch and you wouldn't. So what are right. you talking about? Like, why are you like, why is this a thing? Because that you make them feel a certain way. No, they make themselves feel a certain way. I normally don't say stuff like that because <laughs> I don't believe that. I feel like I really I hate when people are like, I can't make you feel the way like. Right. I don't Well, like that. you're eliciting a response. So you're just the trigger for eliciting a response in him that uh, for issues that he needs to deal with internally. So he's projecting it onto you by being like you're the crazy one like well, whatever when he really has it could be commitment issues or it could be um he's intimidated by your feminine power and energy um a lot of men these days are because it when your feminine energy is overwhelmingly powerful which you are you're like an alpha female that really um challenges their masculinity and if they're not really secure in their masculinity and they're not strong in that they're gonna be little boys and run away don't you get scared sometimes though because this is what everyone always like this is what experts always say or Mm -hmm. people actually just smart people always Mm -hmm. say and i get freaked out that are we just all living in the movie He's just not that into you. (laughs) (laughs) Making excuses. Maybe this Mm -hmm. person or or whoever it was for anybody out there, like Mm -hmm. maybe these guys just aren't that into us. Mm -hmm. I don't want to think that I'm like that fucking cool and Mm -hmm. like that special of a person, Mm -hmm. that irresistible Mm -hmm. that like, oh, I have to, he must just be intimidated by what I'm, giving off i get scared that like that's what it i get scared that that's maybe he just didn't like maybe he just didn't like me maybe 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 he didn't these dudes just didn't like you you listening right now maybe listening right now you attract what you are so what are you denying in yourself that he is showing you that you're denying like he well two of Two of the, well, the two, it was two different situations, Mm -hmm. but so they were like a little different. I feel like maybe I was similar to one of them, but Mm -hmm. I was absolutely not with the other. But I've also noticed like I'm attracted to like drama Mm -hmm. (laughs) or complicated people. Yeah. People that are like a little difficult Mm -hmm. and and when I think back on all of my boyfriends or ex-boyfriends, it was difficult. Mm-hmm. Are yeah. you dramatic and difficult? I'm dramatic. I don't know if I'm difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think half the people in my life would say, absolutely, fuck, yes, you are. I can't <laughs> believe you're even hesitating. And then half the people in my life would actually be like, mm-hmm. not really. Because mm-hmm. I'm right. I'm very honest and yeah. open with mm-hmm. everything I feel and mm-hmm. think. Like, you don't have to guess what... I'm not the type of person to be like, I'm fine. Yeah, so it would you know just I mean? be like a perception on if you're difficult or not. So some people might yeah, it depends find on what they difficult. Yeah, and maybe that is difficult. Like, Thank God she's so honest. Actually, yes. One of yeah. the people that this happened with, mm-hmm. he was like, I'm just not... Like, like 
honestly he's like you didn't do anything wrong mm-hmm. like you haven't done anything wrong like mm-hmm. you're really honest and open and like mm-hmm. that's most people aren't like that he's just like i'm i am not like that mm-hmm. so maybe that something is well mm-hmm. but i just then how else are you gonna be i don't get it like i am not a good game player that's mm-hmm. not i don't really have that in me you're going to attract the right person like somebody in your is going to enter your world where they value that in you and it might even um, encourage them to grow in that way so whoever the person is for you is always going to y'all could you know be annoyed at each other but it's going to be empowering for both of you and you're both going to mutually learn something from each other. And it's not going to be this, you know, back and forth. Like, this battle. It, yeah, like, it's, it's like, an energetic battle. It's like somebody is, you know, picking. Somebody's feeling aloof. Somebody, you know, it's just. Yeah, it shouldn't be like, it shouldn't forth. be yeah. complicated. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be like, it should be easy. Yeah. The beginning right. should be, be the easiest. easiest fuck yes. like it should be like <laughs> a you, breeze yes yeah. it's like this is fun. fun like you know what i mean fun, like fun fun yes. I, because i've been thinking about the people or the people that were have worked recently and the mm-hmm. people that aren't mm-hmm. and i'm like what is it about this these people that that i'm like wow like it's i have only good thoughts about you Mm -hmm. and like i never feel stressed out about you but i get excited every time Mm -hmm. you text me i get excited every time i get to hang out with you i love like so like i have those feelings Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff but when he like if say this person doesn't isn't on my shit it doesn't bother me Mm -hmm. and but then there's this person and say on the other side Mm -hmm. that runs me around like it's it's a Mm-hmm. why it's a nothing makes sense yeah it's that is i mean when you start believing that you're going in a world of billions of people you can find someone who is exactly what you need so i agree with it, that it really is based on your beliefs too so if you're believing that that guys are this way or you know that what is it called a meme is that a meme, a meme? or a gif yeah that you just read the dating in 2016 oh, meme, yeah. um if you are believing that that's g- what you're going to see and that's what you're going to draw into your reality so you're if you're thinking or believing that that is how dating is today then that's how it's going to be for you you're right and i you're right and i was when I was like describing the two differences as to like, I'm like, I like a lot of these people Mm -hmm. the same. Some of them are dicks. Some of them, like I'm not mad at like if they, they're not giving me the same, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It just, I remember cause you said something right before then where you said somebody that will work with you Mm -hmm. or like, or match well with you is yeah, it's going to, be like that where mm-hmm. you learn from each other and mm-hmm. or it's not it's, be a, supportive. it's not a, it's supportive yeah. it's not like a a draining a draining thing, thing. Yeah. it's not like a, and you're not in a battle like you said yeah uh, for power over the other one and yeah in a way that's like oh well i'm gonna distance myself until you text me you know like just stupid stuff like that but women especially i mean no men too i don't yeah. know why i even just said that 
we all want what we can't have. Mm -hmm. So when someone is denying you and making you feel like shit or like making you feel like Mm -hmm. you're crazy. Like Mm -hmm. what? Like that was all that was you. That was all in your head. Everything was in your head. I am so fascinated by why we are wired that way. It makes you question your own self-worth. Yes. And you're seeking self-worth in somebody else. You're seeking that out in somebody to validate your own self-worth when you have to start validating it from within. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So why, but why is that something like, so we are all just seeking self-worth because I feel like we all want to be loved, but uh, yes. But right now I feel like both of us Mm -hmm. love ourselves. Yes. I really feel like that. But it might not be the right time for us to find somebody who is like stellar. Well, yeah, you're right. No, I, and I too totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying why do, because like, so if I, I mm-hmm. wake up every day and I really do like as much as like, I'm, I make fun of myself mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. I really am happy with who right. I am. I'm proud yeah. of who I am at your core. Yeah. You love yourself. And yeah. so I'm like, why do I allow this? Why mm-hmm. do I allow that? Like, mm-hmm. why am I then attracted to that? Why does it affect me? Well, I wonder that, like, mm-hmm. where does that come from? It really, it depends on the person. It depends on the chemistry that you have with that person. Sometimes they are meant to just teach you a lesson about yourself. Uh, sometimes you're in their life to teach them a lesson about how to treat others. I love that. Oh my God. I love that thought. Yeah. Because I, I feel like a couple of these people have actually taught me real lessons mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. and, and, and helped me with other things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, oh, that was their, that was their purpose. Mm-hmm. And I, I th- I've thought about that. Yeah. Like that they served a very special purpose mm-hmm. that I'm very thankful for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all lessons and, and drawing people into your field that you believe are going to be drawn into your field. Um, but it's also timing too. Like the universe has your back. Like there's there's no mistakes with that kind of stuff people enter your field for a reason and if you kind of prematurely cut yourself off to what the universe has to offer you because that's what you think you deserve then that's doing yourself a disservice if you are involved with somebody who is not bringing the best out in you and mutually supporting each other and loving each other and yeah we all have our faults but you know, working together to work through those faults and, and learning to live and grow in love and support is what it's all about. And if you have anything less than that, then you're not with the right person. Yeah, you're right. So basically, most of us has, have wasted like 70% of our lives. Basically. It's so depressing. <laughs> but it is, I feel like our, the timing, more people, the timing right now, more people are waking up and realizing that they need to fall in love with themselves. And when they realize that they've been seeking that out in the other person, you, you create all these expectations for your partner to, to serve a certain thing for you and, and be a certain way and, and do this and do that when that isn't fair because that's not giving them freedom to be who they are. And if they, you know, vacillate or, or, kind of just 
fall away from your expectation of what you think they should be or what they should do for you, then you have a problem with them when you've set that up all in your head and they're, they're not that person. So there creates a yes. lot of disappointment creating this is expectations. What a psycho girls do. Yeah. <laughs> expectations are like oh, I'm the killer. So good at expectations. Yeah. I'm like amazing at or it. Or falling in love with their potential and not them. That's what I that's basically expectations. Yeah. Like uh, the second that I'm like mm-hmm. I have like the lust lovey feelings. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god. God, our lives are going to be like so good together. And like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I'm like planning trips in my head. Like I'm a psychopath, but aren't we all? Yeah. I'm not actually planning trips. I'm be- I'm exaggerating that a little, but you just, you, you f- booked the flight. You- <laughs> no. No, like, I, I found out his frequent flyer, his date of birth, his rapid middle rewards name. And I, yeah. Number. And I was like, don't worry, babe. Like we'll I got this. you points. <laughs> You've got a lot of miles now. What do you mean yeah. I have a lot of miles? I booked our vacay. He's like, it's our fucking second date, you weirdo. Get out of here. And you're like, I'm questioning my self-worth now. <laughs> I just, I mean, this is like a fucking thing in 2016. It is. Where men are just running women around, mind fucking them 24-7. <laughs> I really yeah. like, n- like, the more that I like get out of like, the more that like, I've like, gone past like mm-hmm. these situations that have happened i'm looking back being like that fucktard <laughs> literally hooked up with me and kept me at his house for four days and like did the most yeah. romantic uh-huh. things and like but you're and, the psycho and one met all my friends <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and invested in my life and mm-hmm. i like invested like i i and but but i'm yeah yeah i'm, I'm crazy but that i that i that's crazy for no, you to read between the lines it was, and think that that was serious I'm like, <laughs> yeah i'm like what like i'm just yeah. like what is with people yeah like what is, like this is so fucking weird yeah like mm-hmm. I, the more that i'm out of these situations the more that i'm like i'm so normal and <laughs> you are so not yeah and i'm really sorry for the girls that get y'all mm-hmm. because like what yeah. like that is going to be a shit situation to have to deal with like that, that mind shit. Like, yeah. Well, sometimes there's no explanation for some things either. I find because there are some guys that are like, Oh, I'm going to be the proclaimed bachelor for life and never get married. Those are fine. Actually, if they say it and like, that's their thing and it's out in the open and they're not tricking girls. Yeah. But at the same time, when they, they break up like the girlfriend's like oh, I just want him to commit already he's like I never want to get married so they they break up and Are he's engaged to somebody who's two who's, weeks later pretty much so that is also a fear of mine um <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking about that today it's funny you should say that but it's just it's not the right person like it's not that you know all guys are this way but it is like they know that this girl is not the one for them. So they think, Oh, I'm just, I'm not having those feelings that I want to get married to her. So I just, but I don't want her to leave. Cause like we're, it's, it's nothing wrong per se, but it's, you know, it's not right. It's not the right person. Right. So, but they don't know how to communicate that. So then, you know, they're Do people ever know if it's right. I've never felt with so. anyone that I've ever dated that it was 100. I was 100% positive about I think you'll know. I think you'll know. Will I? 
Yeah. I would love Absolutely. to have callers. I wish I could have callers call in right now because I would love to have people give me input on this because mm-hmm. yeah, I f- like when I was with certain ex-boyfriends, I thought I would marry them mm-hmm. and I was so madly in love and into them and I mm-hmm. I I planned our weddings and all that stuff and on my Pinterest boards, but like mm-hmm. When I when it really came down to it, even when I was with them, mm-hmm. I would think often like I'm not 100 percent sold mm-hmm. like I, I I could see myself getting to the altar and maybe being like, OK, I, this is probably <laughs> taking an edible. This is <laughs> after I took an edible <laughs> and drank a bottle of wine I'm like this might not actually be right. Like I mm-hmm. this might be a fucking big mistake. Yeah. And so. I've never experienced thinking wholeheartedly, this is the man I'm going to marry. You'll know because I think you will feel calm and centered about it rather than those like feelings of, yeah, you, you'll have feelings of excitement and joy. But and, how do you know? You'll know when you, you just know. have faith. Oh, I totally have faith. And that's why I've been single for life <laughs> because I have known, like you mentioned before, like you've been an old soul. I've always been an old soul and and that's the way I would describe it. But I've had this feeling and knowingness that I don't want to waste my time on these little lessons along the way. And I, I mean, I date a lot, but I am not willing to get involved in a serious relationship with somebody that I'm not 100% on because I have always been so intuitive that I know in my gut, I'm like, this isn't, this would just be a lesson and I'm willing to date this person, but not be involved with him seriously because yeah, I, I can see it. I can foresee it. And I know I, I will know energetically probably as soon as he answers the room that's my feeling about it and i've always felt that way ever since i was little i totally believe you you're gonna like put me to sleep in like two seconds when we go to bed and you're just gonna you're just gonna put your arm on me and be like up but that's it i know i do that to sheena too i believe that like i totally i totally believe that you'll you will know and you're (laughs) gonna have this like weird ass like i but i'm not like that so you I will know. not know. I don't, I don't know that the rest of you us will. people that aren't like. You're like, I don't know if that's a thing that I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if that's a thing that I know. So not sure. You will know. You will feel it. You will feel centered and calm and excited at the same time. It's going to be a completely different feeling for you. If that's something that happens. N- there's no if. Well, Maybe it yesterday. will happen. No, you need to change your. I was system. on Hollywood Medium yesterday. Free. It was oh, uh, with Tyler Henry, gosh. and it was okay. the most. Ama- I can't say too much of it, but like, I want to hear when this shit airs. Mm-hmm. It's it's changed my. It's our like when I spoke to my my mom mm-hmm. after this, like it it changed my mom's life. And it's changing my uncle's life. It changed my yeah. life. Like it was, mm-hmm. it was crazy. Yeah. People, I mean, I don't even watch TV, but I will watch him. Cause you have to watch he's, this. He's just adorable. But you have to, well, you have, oh, you do watch him. Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he, oh, he was just like, he is a light. Oh yeah. And me it, and Kristen were literally like, this is the most genuine, kind mm-hmm. person I've ever met. Like mm-hmm. I, he is like sunlight. 
Yeah, like he is. He actually looks like a ray of sunshine. That's exactly how he was. Yeah. It was. It just made you feel so happy mm-hmm. to be around him. It was so loving. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. But I, the reason I brought that up is because, like, I was like, Kristen's like, is St- are we gonna? Stasi gonna ask him? I'm like, am I gonna be single forever? <laughs> he didn't answer. So maybe, no, I will be single forever. No, and maybe no. there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I, well, I don't mean single, like as in like, you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. I don't ever get married. Maybe. I don't know. I don't you know. May love it. Whatever you choose to do, you're going to love because that's how you are. Well, I've gone through some like pretty wild ups and downs mm-hmm. in the last like two and a half months or whenever of me being single. But over the last few weeks, ever since like I got back from like Bora, Bora well, in Bora Bora and New mm-hmm. York, like it's i'm now so comfortable being alone Mm -hmm. it like took going on those trips i guess Mm -hmm. because before then i was so like freaking out about being like i still like it's funny i mean Mm -hmm. i like talking about it i think being single none of my friends are in la are single so it's it's fun to be like the one Mm -hmm. that's single and like talk about it all the time and all of them like to hear about it but at first it was like really up and down Mm -hmm. because i'm like oh my god i'm used to sleeping with somebody all the time Mm -hmm. i'm in my meeting in my bed like Mm, whatever and and having someone to text having somebody to call Mm -hmm. and then when i was going on dates with people like the ones that were hurting me like just like really made me feel down Mm -hmm. again and so it was like oh my god that makes me feel even more single like (laughs) holy shit and then when i got back from bora bora new york and like had that experience Mm -hmm. I feel like that like I crossed some sort of crossed some sort of energy level mm-hmm. like some sort of thing where I haven't been upset once that's so amazing even when like the dudes that I've talked about have sent me things that have pissed me off mm-hmm. I I didn't get sad right I it it was mm-hmm. like dude it's like, like it, yeah I, like I find the humor in it mm-hmm. now like I wake up like happy and mm-hmm. I mean, I've always woken up happy. And if I was depressed or sad, not, I won't say depressed. If I was ever sad, like it would always, it would be at night mm-hmm. before I went to bed. Mm-hmm. And I haven't gone to bed sad. Mm-hmm. And like when I'm alone at home, like I've, like this mm-hmm. is fun. Like I'm, yeah. I, and that's why I think also like having a summer of yes or a year of yes, because I've been mm-hmm. having, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. I'm having a summer, summer of, yes, of yes. I say yes, yes to everything. Mm-hmm. And it has been so much fun. Mm-hmm. That part of that. Because yeah. I've met so many people mm-hmm. and experienced so many weird ass, weird ass things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That I, f- I fully recommend that for mm-hmm. anyone that's able to. Because yeah. at some point, you're not going to be able to. That's why I think I'm like almost addicted to being single. Because it's, I'm big on freedom. Like yeah. I need somebody who supports me and, and gives me a lot of like space to be me and free. So, and a a lot of guys try to like I don't want to say control me but kind of it is a very much well, so like thing. I want to text you a lot I want to call you and I'm like I know I'm I'm good like I'm good until I like see you again tomorrow like we just saw each other you don't have to text me that's just my personality and it is really interesting to um I think that's also like kept me away from that because I'm like I'm not really good at that I'm not good at not being single I love the freedom I love the 
joy of doing whatever I want, whatever I want it. And we don't have that much. We have our whole lives to be married. Like we will never get this time ever again in our lives. Yeah. To ourselves doing what we want. We will always have, you know, a husband or kids or, you know, just everything. And right now we should be loving life because we'll never get it back. Yes. Yeah. You were 100% right. And I've had so many of my Khaleesi's emailing me that and tweeting me that like, mm-hmm. girl, you don't even like they literally will say like, it's you don't so even fun. realize how much fun you're having and like how lucky you are because soon mm-hmm. it, it won't be that way. It's truly enjoyable. And it's not just a like a mindset of like, oh, I'm so happy. Like being single is so fun. It Like it truly is so enjoyable and fun well, and joyful. It's, it's the life that's fun because I don't like... I don't want to be one of those people that's like singles great. Yeah. Right, like right. I don't want a man. I don't want any of that. Oh, it's not of that course. I don't want. Yeah. It. yeah it's, it's like, yeah. It, mm-hmm. I don't want to uh, sound like that. So I want to clarify like, right. Of course. We're just as excited to find somebody. Yeah. In the end. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it, it has been fun to be able to like mm-hmm. do whatever I want. Yes. I mm-hmm. never have to ask anybody if like, Hey, mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'm thinking of traveling here or doing this or going mm-hmm. out tonight. You or, don't have to check in or with getting anyone. getting shit faced at noon. Right. I don't have to ask anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to worry about what someone's going to no think of schedule me. Or, yeah. I can, if I wake up at 8 a.m. and like I choose to stay in my bed until noon looking mm-hmm. at Daily Mail and s- making Snapchat stories, well, like, I can. Yep. There's no one <laughs> to judge that. And that is a part of mm-hmm. what um, I love about being single. So, y'all, do you run out of wine a lot? <laughs> I do, actually, because I drink so much That's of it. That's not surprising. I, like, really want to go up and, like, get my bottle of wine, but, like, I'm, like, really lazy. Because <laughs> um, I need a refill. But I don't grocery shop, as we just heard. Mm-hmm. And... um I can't be somebody who runs out of wine, as we heard. I have an addiction to it, I guess. The word addiction is so extreme. I, I know. It is. But that is why I love subscription-based, basically, wine situations like Club W. Have you ever heard of this? Yes, I have. It's the fucking best. If I wish they had one for whiskey. Really? I would do that. To try different whiskeys? Probably. And just be delivered to your door? Maybe someone needs to probably do that or like and the ice cream man, but have it be like margaritas or like Ooh. a whiskey truck. Yeah. Everyone get involved yeah. right now. Come on. Okay. So then you understand. Yes. You the Club understand, W sounds pretty legit. Like the, my obsession with this yes. because Club W is such an amazing website because if you just go to club W.com, you fill out a six question quiz, basically just questions about your palate or like what you like. And honestly, you don't really need to know anything about wine because I didn't and basically still don't. They're very easy questions to answer. And based on your answers, they will choose wines for you that they think you will like. That's cool. It's so cool. And so like even if and when you get something in the mail, you can rate it and then they know like, more so what to send to you but what I really love about this is that because you can choose to have them send whatever wine they recommend for you and of course you can ask for a specific one if you're not into that but I like the fact that you're that people are getting to try new wines and and the 
different flavors in the wine and finding out exactly what they like and like it it it, op- it it gives the opportunity to kind of learn more about wine if you didn't know so much about it if that makes sense but right now if you go to clubw.com slash stassi you get twenty dollars off your first order it's like that's a lot twenty dollars is a lot but in addition to that i am going to take care of your shipping if you order four bottles or more Mm. So we all know that mail gets pricey when it's heavy. Wine's heavy. I wish it wasn't, but like those are my exercises. So I'm glad it is. Lifting the wine <laughs> bottles. Those are those are why I have decent <laughs> arms, I guess. Um, but yes, go to clubw.com slash Stassi and you get $20 off your first order. And in addition to that, if you order four bottles or more, we are going to take care of your shipping. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. She's never one to hold back on any topic. This is Straight Up with Stassi. Okay. I really do want... (laughs) That's incredible. Can I... Wait. I am actually going to pause this real fast because I do want to get more of my Club W wine right now. Okay. Okay, we're back. And I'm drinking my Club W wine. Sorry. I'm going to take a sip. I'm going to clink my teeth so you know that I'm actually doing it. (laughs) Okay. So, to go along with this whole single girl dating theme, I was reading y'all's emails today. And I came across one from Evelyn Marley. And at first, I didn't understand what she was talking about because the topic was Stasi, B.I.P. that shit out. B.I.P. is Bachelor in Paradise. Which, mm. Do you watch Bachelor in Paradise? No. Do you watch TV? Not really. Okay. Do you know what it is? I know of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like Bachelor, but Bachelor in Paradise where they yeah, all like have like to sync up. Thing. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So be, I'm like, BIP that shit out. I was like, that sounds like something I would say. So what does this, what does this mean? <laughs> so she wrote me some things. I'm, I can't obviously read this whole entire, uh, I almost feel like I have to. You know what I should? It's actually kind of funny. Just do it. She goes, okay. So I'm like three, open parentheses, four comma five, close parentheses, glasses of wine deep right now. (laughs) That sounds like you. Yep, pretty much. (laughs) And I'm sitting here watching BIP. Open. I won't do this again. Uh, Whatever. Bachelor (laughs) in Paradise, she says, which I have never watched before. But I was listening to your podcast and you and Kristen and Chris Carter. I don't know what his name is. Bear with me. I'm really nice. I swear. Start talking about BIP. And I'm like, actually had to turn off the podcast because it all sounded like it was in another language meaning she didn't understand what i was talking about because (laughs) she'd never seen the show she goes and she actually talks like me not even spanish because i can kind of understand spanish but something like way out of my league like swedish (laughs) am i just like hi and like am i is this edible kicking in and i think this like i thought this was no because i was sober when i read this today and i'm like yeah this is hysterical Anyways, so I said, self, (laughs) you have to start watching that shit and start figuring out who people like the twins are and Carly with the teeth. So here I am, episode six, and I had this huge epiphany. 
because she was probably on edibles too. I'm not even sure if at this point you were still single because I'm so behind on your podcasts because duh, I'm behind on Bachelor in Paradise now. But yeah, if you, oh wait, no. Yeah. But yeah, so she's repeating herself. <laughs> I'm behind on bachelor, bachelor in Paradise now. But yeah, if you are still single, you should totally have a Bachelor in Paradise night out. Dot, dot, dot. Okay, stop. Dot, dot, dot. Why, why the fuck is it called Bachelor in Paradise and not Bachelorette in Paradise? So you got to go out and BIP that shit out. I'm talking like meet with a guy, flirt your ass off, and make him think he's the one. And then a split second later, boom, new guy. The one on the corner of the bar. Just guy hop. And not in a slutty way. Just a, I have more power over you, think you will ever know kind of way. It's just an idea. Remember, four or five glasses deep here. Whoa, lightweight, slow your roll. So that's my fucking thoughts. Dot, 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 multiple. Just think about it. That's a good idea. That is a, first of all, well written. Yes. And I actually mean that genuinely because I love when people write the way that they talk. Because mm-hmm. then I get a feel for somebody's personality. Yeah. So I like laughed out loud reading this. Yeah. That is awesome. But she didn't even explain like I, you don't even know exactly what mm-hmm. she's talking about. Right. But because I watched the show and I'm sorry, I'm, I think I'm getting sick. Er, I'm like snotting. <laughs> you have to sleep with me. That sucks. Um, I'll fix you. But because I've been obsessed (laughs) with this show, like I knew what she was talking about. Okay. So when she said, meet a guy, flirt your ass off, make him think he's the one, then split for another dude. So on Bachelor in Paradise, this is like the premise. Mm -hmm. Every episode, like say, okay, the first episode, there's like, let's say six guys, five girls. Okay. You have to match up Mm -hmm. with somebody romantically. Or I guess you don't have to I guess be romantic if you're just wanting. I mean, it's supposed to be romantic. Mm-hmm. And by the end of that episode, if you're not matched up with someone, you're you don't get a rose and you're gone. That's terrible. It's awful. <laughs> it's, like, it's 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 it is the it's basically Hunger Games for single people. It is. Yes, it is. So it's that is exactly what it's like. But so on this show, because like new so new people come in every week. So the people who were in relationships the prior week. Oh, wow. That's really then the like say like because the boys give out the rose the first week and then the girls okay. do the next week. But then guys come in and then the girls are interested in new guys or the guys interested mm-hmm. in new girls. And it's like it's, a, it's like really messed up. It's so fucked up that that's why it's like the best show in the whole <laughs> entire world. And so often on this show, the guy or the girl like they'll they'll act like they'll just make that person think like I am just so mm-hmm. in like yeah. you are my everything <laughs> until the next person comes in That's and so then they're funny. like bye yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that is so crazy I kind of would love that I don't know if I'm <laughs> capable of that honestly yeah I don't know I don't know how I feel about that that is a little a little um weird Thank God I was making sure that was still recording. I was like, did I press record again? No, it really is like a huge thing. Yeah. But I think that could be fun. What if we went on dates with people fun. and... Wait a second. You and I are single. Yeah. Why are we not going out? Because Sheena had to do the I podcast. <laughs> and I wanted to go out. I wanted to do fun things. We'll go out tomorrow night. Yes, tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow we get to go actually like have like lots of fun. And the place that we're going to celebrate Sheena's boyfriend's birthday. Happy birthday, Evan. 30th. Yes. It's like a 
We're going to Isabel. It's actually like a really fun place to go okay. in West Hollywood. We'll have fun then. So, well, before we can, before we wrap up our dating talk, um, I think that as a single woman, we should talk about safety. Everybody needs a security system if you're a single person or like, well, I would say single woman, but if you're a, I was going to say like a weaker man, but like I will get, I mean, I'm still saying it, but people are going to be like, you are, yeah. people are people. What do you mean weak? Why are you just, all people matter. Be a feminist. All people matter. Yes, everybody matters. That's not what I'm saying. Just whatever. Most people that listen to my podcast, sorry for the men right now, are women. And when we live alone, well, we're not that strong. And we don't have to, like, we don't know how to fight off murderers yeah. or rapists. Mm-hmm. It's easier for a dude. Easier. I'm not yes. going to say it's easy to fight off a rapist, there but it's easier. So I got into this whole, like, safety thing. And I partnered with Ring because Ring.com has a Ring of Security kit and it's basically like an easy to use security system that goes to your iPhone. So you get to pick a doorbell out of like tons of different metals. Like they have different shades of gold, silver, colors, whatever. I obviously chose gold. And then they have a camera and then it all hooks up to your phone. So it's a weatherproof wireless HD camera. And you... So what happens when if somebody rings your doorbell, it goes to your phone. So if you're not home, you can see who's in front of your door. If somebody walks past your door, you also can get alerted on your phone. And even better is you can watch them from your phone and talk to them. I've been joking about this. That's cool. That like I wanted to like to have like neighbors or like guests of neighbors. Like say I'm like my neighbors having a party Mm -hmm. and like. There are people like constantly like walking in front of my door. Like, what if I just fuck with them? You should. I mean, I haven't and I'm not going to, but I have fantasies about it. Like, that's the type of stuff that puts me to sleep. You should probably act on those fantasies. (laughs) But but I'm telling you, you guys, it is such it's it's an easy to use affordable security system for single people like us. And just let me remind you (laughs) that there's a home burglary every 13 seconds. Wow. So I want you to think about where you live right now. <laughs> and if you feel safe. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am giving you guys $50 off your ring of security kit. It's the lowest price anywhere. If you go to ring.com slash Stassi now. That's R-I-N-G dot com slash Stassi. Uh, $50 off. $50 is a lot of money. I'm giving everybody all these gifts. I feel like. It's like Christmas. You're like Santa. I am Santa, and I want, like, cookies, milk, and thank you notes. Wow. That would be You know what? No. I want wine, ranch, and thank you notes. No. Wine, ranch, and gift certificates. (laughs) (laughs) It's like your stocking stuffers. Yeah. Yeah. Wine, ranch, and gift certificates. I kept you awake. I'm so sorry, but I'm so thankful that you did it. No, it's totally fine. I can sleep another day. I <laughs> I have been up for close to 24 hours. Like for real? For real. Yeah. But I'm killing it. I'm still alive. I'm really sorry. It's 100% okay. No, it is actually like really hard to like travel like that. Yeah. Like that's why I feel like I'm perpetual. It's like this, like I have like this sickness that 
I'm not sick. I don't have aches. I don't have like anything, but mm-hmm. I have this like weird ass cough that doesn't even like really hurt. And it's been like that ever since Bora Bora. I'll fix you. Tom Schwartz has it too from Bora Bora. So I'll fix you. I just had three days of energy school before this. So I'll fix you. How does one apply to energy school? (laughs) (laughs) You want to do it? I mean, no, but like it's like Hogwarts. No, it's way cooler than Hogwarts, actually. You know, I visited the Hogwarts at Universal Studios and it was magical. I want to do that and I want to bring Sheena, but she's so resistant to anything childlike. We could go to Universal tomorrow if you wanted. Are you kidding? Yeah, no. Oh my gosh, I would like actually die. I've never, I don't watch Harry Potter, I don't read the books, but that is something I would be, I feel like that would be fun. All right, well, let me, I'm actually like live doing this podcast because I'm just like, oh, I was like, okay, so do you have anything that you have to do? Because I'm I'm going through what I have to do and it's not really that much, so... Okay, we'll talk mm-hmm. after the podcast. Okay. Um, you guys go follow. Which what is your at thing? It's something with a K. Yeah, on connection Instagram? holistic health. K I N E C T I O N holistic health. Is yeah, my Instagram. So we're a bunch of basic witches. Yes, and you'll find out a little more about that coming soon. Coming soon. We're a little threesome. We're like hocus pocus. I'm Sarah yes. Jessica Parker. Bye, Khaleesi's. <laughs>